Hello and welcome to Dead Man's Chest. Um, this week's episode is another pre-recorded episode that I did with my cousin Paul and an old school friend called Phil, uh, who I haven't spoken to for a long time. Um, the episode kind of caught me by surprise. Um, my cousin sent me a text saying, hey, me and Phil are ready to go if you are. So I was like, uh, yeah, give me five minutes. So, yeah, I ended up hitting record on an episode that I'd done no research for, taken no notes or anything. Um, yeah, so that's what's coming up. I hope you enjoy it. We did have a laugh. It turned out all right, I think. And I will speak to you very soon. I'm joined by my older cousin, Paul, and old school friend, Phil, from a long time ago now. How's it going, guys? Yeah, we're good, man. Very well. Cheers. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome, mate. Um, Paul, me and you spoke a couple of weeks ago about all the stuff we used to spend our parents' money on. Yeah. And Phil, you're much the same. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Yeah, well... My mum and dad's money, my money, money I can find on the floor. Anything I can get hold of now, Jim, spent on the figures. Um, Paul, we spoke about a lot when you were on. Phil, what's your your big thing? Everyone seems to have a thing. Um, what's yours? Well, I, I think my major thing is I, I look for the rarer figures. Um, and I, I like stuff that, you know, I can reminisce about as well. <clears throat> so, for example, I've got... Um, a MacGyver uh, figure from Glasslight. Uh, which okay. Are, which, yeah, fortunately, I've got that signed. I've got two of them signed by Richard Dean Anderson. We met him in Wales. Nice. Um, you know, that, that's that's one example. Another one, I've got a Palatoy Hawk signed by Lou Freno. So a lot of the items that I do choose, I like them. Um, rarity, yeah, that's, that's something I look at. But I like to look at old school stuff. And I like to look at things I can get signed as well. Uh, get a chance to meet the celebs actually play them. Um, and I think when I get those graded as well, it's a real nice gift package for when I eventually sell them. But for me, it's a nice, nice thing to like reminisce with and look back on. Well, what I'll say is while we, we're talking about Phil, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, Phil will only purchase something that is probably unpunched, uh, has no signs of yellowing, has no damage at all. And otherwise, he's just like, yeah, you can just, yeah, no, nah, I ain't interested in that. Yeah. Everything he owns is just pristine. Whereas, obviously, you know, friends of ours have got things that are on box. They display them as they are used toys. But Phil will just, nah, nah, you ain't having it. It's yeah, going to be perfect. Do you know what? I, I, I like something to look back on. So you imagine you win, you win gold in a marathon. You've got a trophy or a medal to look back at. Yeah. With, with, me, with me, it's my graded figures to look back at. And I think when you see it in the box, you get the full story of it. I think when you see it out of a box as as and I know a lot of people collect them out of boxes and you can get them in great condition. And a lot of people even buy them mint on card and obviously open them so it's fresh for them. But for yeah. me, I think, I think an odds of mint on card, I think that's a great showpiece to have in the collection. So if you had that super rare thing that you've been looking for for two years and you finally get it, you wouldn't open it? No way. No, no. way. No, no. I'd, I'd definitely look at getting 
if it's an expensive item, so if you look at maybe Scratch from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles range, yeah. uh, like the Playmates version, uh, you know, you can be talking about two thousand to four thousand pounds for the figure mint on card. Wow. Uh, I've seen even go for more on eBay, uh, but that is the kind of thing that I like to go for. Something that's I know it's got a good price. Well, you, I know it's you've got some random stuff, haven't you? So you've got a really random collection of different. Yeah, things, yeah. Like Beetlejuice and yeah, I mean, Back like, to the Future. You've got loads of different. Exactly. We've, we've got like uh, Necker, Necker signed um, uh, Back to the Future items. You've got Michael Keaton signed Beetlejuice. Um, I don't like to collect a, a specific range as such. I just like to go for things that remind me of my childhood and things that really stand okay. out to me. Yeah, so that's what I tend to go for. No, it's wrestlers, right? So that's yeah, yeah. I, lo I, I love the wrestlers, but I know you want to touch on that, Danny Neil. Yeah, now we, we were talking a minute ago before we started recording. Um, you were saying you had a pretty awesome collection and it went for a pretty awesome amount of money. Yeah, so I had uh, every single Hasbro uh, wrestler mint on card from uh, obviously series 13, so I had. All, all the basic first series, and then we had like the yellow cards, red cards, green cards, and so on. Uh, and I had the whole lot, uh, and I just thought, you know what, it's taking up too much space, so I ended up selling it. And I think that I sold the whole lot for about thirteen or fourteen thousand pounds. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good, nice sales. Obviously, my missy looked at my bank accounts and thought, what we do? Got a new port <laughs> coming. I thought, hang on a bit, I got a new Maguire. I'd like to buy it. So uh, yeah, of course, it was my money. Um, it, it went, it, it got invested. Let's put it that way back into other figures. Oh, that's good. I, I'd, I'd hate to for that story to end that you ended up with a nice shiny new porch. I know. If it was a porch, maybe something different. Yeah. But no, it was, it was a porch. It was a basic standard porch. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that that waited, and the uh, the collection grew. And let's be honest, none of us played with the porch when we were kids. Well, not that I can remember. <laughs> so I'd thrown stones at an neighbor's porch, Mark. Um, <laughs> that was very for me. So. I mean, that was your wrestling collection. Have you gone back and picked up the odd figure from here and there with wrestling? Yeah, do you know what I have? Because um, I appreciate some of the rarity in the items. Um, and one of the major things that I've got from the from that range is a, it's a Hasbro SummerSlam edition of Dusty Rhodes. Uh, right. and, it, and it's signed by Dusty Rhodes as well. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, unfortunately, it does have that, that slight uh, foot crack in the bubble. Um which I think most Dusties have got these days. Um, there's a couple which you can find, uh, but people tend not to want to sell them. There's a gentleman called uh, Rene Hajek from Facebook, who's one of the admin guys from the WWF page. Um, and he's, he's a very good, trustworthy gentleman, and he can obviously give you a lot of information on Asbro wrestlers. Okay. Uh, I, know, I know he's got one, which is absolutely mint. It's about, I suppose if UK graders were to grade it, it'd be about a 90, uh, whereas my graded, um, one, even though it's mint on the card, it's about 75 because of the foot crack. Okay, you'll get a lot, yeah, you'll get a lot of that with Dusty's. Um, but that's probably my my major piece from the wrestling range. Um, you can obviously get like the sort of red series and the green series of, of, uh, of wrestlers. Um, for example, you've got Brett Hart's going to be going to the Wilds Comic Con soon. Um, got you, got you just sold, uh, yeah, I'm going to start that one. I should have, should have waited, man. But, um, <laughs> if you if you got like the earlier series of he's talking about 175 to 300 pounds mint on card, whereas you're looking about 450 um mint on card for like the red series of Bret Hart. Now, I am talking eBay prices, uh, and obviously, you know, if you can get away from eBay and buy them from a, a like a seller off Facebook or whatnot, you can get them a little bit cheaper, but um, you can see that they're still holding such a high value, yeah. Um, well, it's 
isn't there a bunch of Brett Hitman hearts that have got different coloured hearts on there? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's three altogether. Um, there's one one with a pink heart. There's one with the purple heart, and then you've got the red cardy one. Um, so those are the three hearts from from the four Hasbro range that, that you know you can get. Yeah, you, you can get the mile away as well. Um, but the Malaway, like for example, the Malaway Hogan Undertaker and the Brett Hart. I think there's a Malaway Warrior as well. Um, you're talking into thousands for those, but they can be difficult to prove that they are the true Malaway ones. You often have to find them in the bag. Um, but as as I mentioned, if you can join the Facebook accounts or the WWF um, accounts that's on Facebook, and you get the good collectors, you get these guys, and they uh, they can give you some good advice on what what to get and what not to get. And, but also, which sellers are good and which sellers are, are good to avoid. So it's, it's definitely worth doing a bit of homework on that. You um, you talked there about um, grading, and Paul, you spoke about this as well when we recorded last. Yeah. How does the grading work? Well, we've got. I, I'm actually quite gutted because I went at a predator. Um, was it re? Reactions, reflections. Yeah, the, the Funko reactions. Yeah, Funko reactions, which are the small, uh, what are they, seven inch? Yeah, it's, it, no, it's about a three and three quarter inch figure. Oh, no, I, yeah, I was thinking of the last Yeah, so I got the limited, there was only 2,500 of these predators made, crystal clear, but they got like a green blood splatter on them. Okay. Uh, I got one mint, uh, went to Comic Con in, where was it? Manchester? Uh, yeah, it was Comic Con Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. Uh, and Peter Cullen <laughs> signed it. Okay. Uh, green pen, beautiful looking piece. Uh, we shipped it off to the graders. Uh, they didn't tell us they got damaged on route to them. Uh, sent it back and only graded it at 30 because it broke the uh, something in the packaging when it was shipped. It actually split the, the blister on the top. Um, so I forked out the money for grading uh, and it come back. And I was just devastated. Yeah, I mean, for, for, for most people know that Peter Cullen's obviously famous for his, for his Transformers and Optimus Prime. But yeah. not, a lot of, not a lot of people tend to know that uh, Peter Cullen actually the voice of Predator in the initial film. Right. Um, and I don't even think he got paid for it because we had a bit of a chat about it. Um, oh, yeah, when, yeah. We, we, when we first spoke to him, uh, he was talking about his, his interview, interview for Predator. Uh, so he walked into the studio at, uh, did you say Fox? Yeah. yeah. He walked into the Fox studio, massive studio. He said, uh, well, do you want to do the voiceover for it? So I need to see the creature. Well, we can't show you that because it's not seen in the film till the end. He's like, well, what, how can I do a voice for a creature I've never seen? Yeah. So he, he, they went off about 20 minutes after that. Like, they come back just with a still of the Predator. Um, and she so looked at it. She said, oh, I thought it looked like an upside-down lobster, which if yeah. you imagine kind of does a little bit. Uh, and instantly he's, he come up with that. Yeah, yeah. He, and he done he done the voice for it in front of us, didn't he? Yeah, he, he said that's what I was thinking of upside down lobster would say. <laughs> and, you know and they and they loved it, and and that was the voice I used. And I think that's why um, yeah, it's that's something unusual, which is always really good to collect. You see, because it's something that not many people have thought of. Uh, yeah. And he was, he was an amazing gent to meet. He, he do, I've seen interviews with him. And he does come across as just an absolute star, someone who just. Yeah. He loves doing it just for doing it, almost. Well, he, he chatted to that kid in front of us, didn't he? And you, you don't expect, like, a, an eight-year-old kid or a nine-year-old kid to walk over to, like, so I'll pay a call and say, well, what, what was the question? Like, what, what was oh, he it? wanted to get involved in, in doing the sort of the speech. Yeah, he said, well, what, what, what was the best advice you could give him, like, life advice? Yeah. Yeah. 
and he, he just said, uh, do something that you enjoy because it never feels like working. Yeah, and, and it's true, you know, that's a, that's a really nice thing to say to that, lads. Uh, Absolutely that's... sound advice. Well, he's we, we, impressed the kid as well for his choice of question as well. Yes, good. It's, it's a very, very humbling conversation that the pair of mad and from the, the young lad is only about eight years old compared to Peter Cullen, who's probably in his 60s. Um, he could be in his 70s, but he looks pretty good to me. Uh, they had such a nice conversation, and I think it's a bit, it's, it's nice you get that conversation, you can actually see that interaction between two people. Yeah. Um. So, um, sorry, just to touch on the, the grading once more. So, Paul, you things are scored out of 100? Well, yeah, but you very... Well, if you were to pick something and you go to what they call the American graders, because over here it's the UKG, the UK graders. Okay. Um, the UK graders are actually worth higher grading than any other grading company. Okay. Because they're so strict right. on their... I mean, you, you're lucky. You've got a Boba Fett, haven't you, Phil, that's... Uh, 95 gold. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, most people that if it, if the Americans get stuff graded, they get it graded by the American Figure Authentication, which I think is the AFA. And you'll you'll see a lot a lot of figures graded sort of or well, 80 to 90. But when the UK graders come on the scene, they started grading things a bit more strict. Um, yeah. And the Americans enjoyed buying the UK graded figures because they knew the UK grading was much more stringent on what they were looking at. Right. Um, and I, I had a mile away Boba Fett in a white suit, uh, and it was in the box. Yeah, I'd even been out of the box, and I said to the graders, "Can you take out the box for me? Um, yeah. Keeping it blistered, but just take out the box it came in." They opened it fresh for me, graded it, and they graded it at a gold ninety-five, which is one of the highest I've seen. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. never seen one. Either. Yeah, I've never seen a UK graded item at a hundred. Um, wow. But I think, I don't, maybe they do that on purpose to, to show they are extra stringent. You do have to be quite careful. There's a few things you sent off which have been touched up with paint jobs. Yeah. Um, for sellers. And, you know, as a customer, often you don't notice it. And certainly you don't notice it from looking at photos. And we didn't notice it from having the item in front of us. So when we sent it away, these guys picked up on it. So they didn't grade my. Yeah, yeah they, I, I had two uh, the original series, uh, the original Spider Man movie, the Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Um, I've got two um, goblins, both signed by uh, William Defoe. I think you've seen the pictures now. Yeah. Um, we sent them off. Uh, they sent us an email saying that they couldn't grade them because whoever sold them to me um, had literally just uh, touched them up with an indelible marker because the boxes are black. So they've gone around the, the edge of the box to, show, to cover any bits of like, knocks and things like that. Right. Uh, but the traders picked up on that. And yeah, they, they refused to grade it. They they told me, yeah, that we've got no problem saying it's William Defoe that signed it because we got all the proof and things like that, but they refused to grade it on those grounds. But you know what? But some people it like that fact about the graders, the fact that they're so they're so tight on what they well, go that's for. It. Because... I mean, do you have to pay for them to, to do it? Yeah. There's man, it's uh it's actually just gone off as well. Yeah, it? yeah. I think uh, just before the lockdown, I think they actually increased the prices. So for example, I mean if you're grading a Funko Pop. It's usually about thirty pounds. That's a, per, a grader Funko Pop, and it's a, in a an, an acrylic case. Then, if you have a thicker acrylic case, if you have a UV protected acrylic case, if you have it in a poly bag afterwards, if you have a COA, so a certificate of authenticity for any signatures, all these extra money. They also do a fast turnaround service as well. So usually, they'll take eight to twelve weeks to grade your item. Right. Um, they can they can grade your item within seven days if you pay an additional cost. But you can go from 30 pounds to basically grade your Funko 
and get it back in three months. Or you can pay upwards of about 80 to 100 pound for that same item, but it includes all of the extras that come with it. Um, it's slightly thicker uh, yeah. plastic. Um, then you've obviously again the plastic they use. Then they do a UV protection once you can have it in the sun. Yeah, so um, there's certain can... levels. I mean, yeah. we've we've got a box up at the moment, um, six hundred quid of stuff we've sent for grading. Um, but I've got a, a big alien piece uh, signed by multiple cast members of aliens, um, and literally from transporting it to my house to work to box it, um, it split the. Uh, plastic screen on the front, right? And I was devastated. Ruined, was, man. Oh, it um, so we we basically said to the graders, "This has happened. We send it out. We we don't grade it, but I need the authenticity for all these signatures that are on it." Wow! I mean, Bill Paxton's on there, and uh, oh. Apone, and literally hit everybody. There's Vasquez. It's oh, it's mean. It's absolutely mean. And I was gutted to my core. <laughs> but it's in that top top plastic broke. But you know, you'll, you'll find out that a, that a lot of the shop owners, a lot of the vintage toy owners know a lot of the guys from the, from the grading place. So when you got you got Chris, who owns a shop in Warwick, and you've got the, 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 the lads from the Leicester Vintage Toy Shop, which is an amazing store. Those guys know them as well. So it's a, it's a, good, it's a good group of people to get involved with. If you, yeah. know what I mean, you can get some good, uh, good conversations running. Not saying you can get discounts, because I would, would never suggest that to lads. But... Um, it's it's a nice tight community which you can get involved in and you can find out some really interesting things. Yeah, but they don't want to tell you the good shit because they want to grade it themselves. <laughs> they get the Phil, Phil was trying to buy stuff off the top shelf last time he went, and then basically he got told, "Nah, you ain't, you ain't having it." <laughs> so he was sending it off to grade it himself, basically to get more money for yeah, it. You know, usually I'm, I'm after the top shelf of a news agent, but this is a different top shelf. <laughs> it's still the good stuff. But not as many boobs, right? Um, so you get your stuff back and it's got a certificate that it's been graded, yeah. Well, we'll send you some pictures to post on your page, yeah. Uh, some of the stuff that we got graded recently, and uh, and obviously we'll we'll share with you the stuff that we've got coming back, yeah. uh, They they will put their grading sticker on there in the the box, or not, yeah. Well, you have you basically you have a silver label, uh, with the uh, UKG on it. Uh, and then at the side, then they give you a, a split down. So it says uh, what conditions are figuring the card and then the blister. So you get three levels. Okay. Um, but you'll find that you'll probably have 85, 90 on the figure. Uh, you'll get the same probably on the blister, but then you've got a little chip out the corner of the card. They'll give you 75. They grade the whole thing on 75 then, which is the lowest mark on the three. Yeah, yeah. But you see, the, 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 best, the best thing is UK graders, though, is you can specify what gets put on the label as well. So, is there something really interesting on there, or it's a particular type of make, or you know, you really want to specify something what that parcel is? Although the UK graders usually know anyway, because they're so far advanced in it, uh, they can mark on there for you. Yeah. So, that as long as the communication's right initially, you can you can get a really nice end result in, in the way it's packaged. Well, so going back to the wrestlers, mm-hmm. uh, we actually had some custom wrestlers oh, made yeah. of ourselves. I remember um, seeing those pictures. Yeah, they're brilliant. Phil found a guy that makes, uh, basically they take wrestling figures apart, put them back together at the close they can make you look. Um, and then another guy actually prints the, the old wrestling original card with your face on it and your pose and... Yeah, there's a there's a gentleman. I think he's from Germany. And his name's Danny Cage, and he's one of the best people 
uh, creating cards and uh, he did do wrestling cards but he can he can do all sorts of backing cards he will ask for specific photos and whatnot and have good quality stuff yeah um, but you can get some really really nice pieces and i know a couple of people that have been to sports events and they've had cards done by danny cage and they've then taken the cards off like these blister cards to, to go and get signed by um signed by the celebs nice um, and there's a gentleman um i think called uh, he's always he owns a company called Carter Customs, who's again on Facebook. And this is the gentleman that made the figures for us. Right. Often, often Carter Customs and the Danny Cage kind of sellers, they can work with each other, you see. So you can just say to the uh, the person making your figure, can you get my card sorted? Uh, and, and that person will then take your pictures and run with them. Um, but those, those just a couple of people, yeah, Danny Cage and Carter Customs that did our, our Hasbro uh, wrestling figures. And they are, they're amazing. And it's such a nice piece. They can do wedding figures if you want to, if you've got wedding <laughs> wrestling bands, you know. But they can do anything Funko Reaction. They can do turtles. Anything that you feel you can supply them with that they can do. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice sort of thing to venture down, things, that sort of thing. Uh, we, we actually picked that we had um, dirty special moves, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I might, um, I might have to look that up because my Ghostbusters collection is sort of slowly getting bigger. Yeah, I noticed. And yeah, so I might have to look into getting a custom Ghostbusters figure. Well, you do, you do look a little bit like uh, Egon, if I'm honest. Yeah, you get some glasses on. Yeah, I found yeah. Picture tonight, he, he looked as a dead spit of him. To be fair, he <laughs> sent it around, and everyone was like, "Is that Neil?" Really? <laughs> no, it's not, but it does look a lot like. Yeah, man. I might but, have yeah, to. You can do anything with this stuff. Like you say, the custom pops. You know, I've been having custom pops made. Um, obviously, Phil's joined our work team now. Yeah, um, we have the guys out of Pop Goes Vinyl. Yeah, uh, locating the the Ghostbusters that you've got. Um, and they said in return, they'll make us a, a pop funko of the work team. Nice. So we've got, we've got one of them of uh, the floor men to look forward to coming. Nice. Well, you'll have to send me um, the links to these places that do that. So I can yeah, post them up for, for people. Yeah, we'll sort that out. And see other people that you can chat to as well in maybe future posts. Well, Definitely. Well, now, the one thing I see a lot of, more than anything else, I reckon, on Facebook is Ninja Turtles and mainly NECA. You know, there's been a massive boom in Turtles recently. And it's, uh, well, I'll, I'll be honest, it seems to be mostly people complaining about NECA. Yeah, it's, it's the scalpers, mate, that um, they end up getting robots online or just knowing people in NECA. Like some. Some people are assuming, I'm not saying this is what is actually what's happening, but some people are, can, are assuming that the scalpers know people within NECA and know the people that either know people within NECA itself or know the distribution people. Yeah. Um, now, for, and, uh, for people who don't know, because I, I had to, to learn this, a scalper, and you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, please, but a scalper is somebody that they're, they're waiting for a new line to be released and then they buy the shit out of it. They will. Shit loads of money yeah, they, they'll go to the store, they will buy every single copy of it, and then they will sell it for three times the price. Yeah, well, Phil's having this problem at the moment because he's actually collecting the NECA uh, turtles range. Uh, you got the full turtles, haven't you? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit spratty with the turtles for my favorite Leonardo, so I'll, I'll break into all sorts of Leonardo, really. Um, but yeah, there's um, a, lot, a lot of the NECA ranges that's coming out, specifically NECA, like stuff that comic and cocktails would, would stock. Yeah. The, the, this is the stuff. 
going for. So they'll tend to avoid like your retro stuff or your vintage items just because obviously they can't get hold of them. But have any new launched NECA product or new launched item that they know is going to do well, for example, the Super Shred that's just come out, yeah. that they'll, they'll pounce on that. And I think it's because you have to be in a certain position to know people. And I think these guys know certain people within the distribution centres. They're, centers they're, they're either getting calls from like Walmart to say they've landed. And then you've got people going down. Uh, there was a guy boasting on Facebook the other day that he'd just been in and bought six Casey Jones and Raphael. Um, Phil really wants one of them. Well, we can't get one. Right. It's ridiculous. And they're going in and buying loads of them. They're banging them on eBay. And they're just, I mean, I think they was going for $19 at one point yeah. at Walmart. Um, and, and they're they, selling for like hundred dollars, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, you know, and then obviously when you add in the import charges, that, that, that you know, can mental to quite a cost to us poor lot in our in our little island. So we end up having to wait about six months before they end up getting released or bought by a toy uh, manufacturers to, to sell over here. Which is why I don't understand why. I mean, Asda is Walmart, so why aren't we having a toy range? Is that Walmart's got? Well, that, that's the thing, man. See, if you go into Asda these days, it's, it's rubbish. I mean, your, your toy section's LOL dolls, rubbish Duplo and Lego, and, and, and Aftersauce broke. But, you know, you go into a Walmart in America and you, you get some of, some of the best uh, like collectible items you could ever wish to get. Um, pred predominantly NECA, but there's a load of other stuff as well, as well all new launch products. Um, so you'd like to have thought that the UK buyers for ASDA would have picked up on this and started getting stuff sent into their stores because there's a lot of people in England which, which would take up on that. Yeah. And I reckon they can make quite a lot of money out of it, but for some unknown reason, it's not been discussed. So uh, I think what I might do after this chat is I might create a letter. I'm good at writing write a letter, Neil. I'm going to write a letter. Write the letter. letter. I'm going to work out why. I'm going to get a good answer. I'm going, to, I'm going to forward it back to you and you can read it on your show. Yeah. I mean, is this a problem with NECA? I mean, could they not just up their production? Well, no, because you're saying, uh, I know you've been, you bought a few things from comic, comics and cocktails and, yeah. uh, recently, and they've shipped out to you, no problems. Yeah. Good packaging and stuff like that. Um, but even for places like them, they're struggling to get these lines because they're just getting rinsed in the States. Right. And then we're getting stung because we're collecting them. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a that there's an invisible uh, splinter uh, in that first movie range of NECA. Um, and they're like gold dust. You just can't get them. Uh, we're struggling to get the shredder and splinter that fulfills set at the moment. And then they're bringing out shit like that uh, band. Have you yeah. seen that one? Yeah, the, the rubbish turtles band. Oh, it's ridiculous. Some of the like, most disturbing facial expressions I've ever <laughs> seen on any toy. Well, the one thing I noticed is that there is a guy that photographs figures and stuff like that, and he some of his shots of like necker figures and things like that are absolutely brilliant. And he done uh, he used the turtle band stage, all the crowd was all foot soldiers, and then he got Shredder on stage with a guitar and uh, the foot soldiers with the rest of the band. But the photography and everything of it was is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, but the that set themselves in their little punk suits and things like that. It's not something either of us will be buying. No, no. no I don't think. Yeah, you know, what, what I reckon NECA need to start doing is if they'll either pull out of Walmart and start selling it to individuals that go onto their sites and limit it to one per person and do it that way. And maybe they can try and reduce the, uh, the amount going out. But then, you know what? NECA just a business trying to earn money. So, you know, when you've got people like Walmart throwing money at them to get all these pieces in, that's when you're always going to get scalpers that are going to come in and, and take the, the big bundles because they're going to know the manager of that particular Walmart, or they're going to know people in distribution centres what, what's going out. 
Uh, and yet it's unfortunate for us basic customers who just want the one. We end up having to pay an extreme price. Yeah, I mean, I guess on that on that side of it, I mean, toy making is a business, and all businesses are supply and demand. And mm-hmm. if, if the band's big, yeah, but if if you control the supply, you're effectively controlling the demand as well. I mean, to buy direct from NECA, you have to be a distributor for NECA. Um, okay, so you, yes. so you need to be a registered business that sells these things. Yeah, that's it. To uh, of the toy industry, you can't just uh, I'd sell carpets, and, but I want to buy some necker stuff. Yeah, which is uh, trust me, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 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 the same with everything. I mean, they're, they're rocketing the price of a lot of stuff at the moment, and it is ridiculous. Um, I mean, we 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 get good prices of it because of our contacts and stuff like that. But um, obviously, you've had things shipped over, and you've had good prices on stuff as well. Yeah, um, the the one the one thing that did upset me with comics and cocktails is they didn't take the VAT off for me. Um, ah, that's it, the gas, the Guernsey thing. But you know, I'll let them off because the set that I got is really, really awesome. So I did, I did give them a little word to make sure they packed it up well for you. Yeah, yeah. Now well, we're actually going there on Tuesday because they've just released um, a couple of pieces that Phil wants, um, yeah. and then I got all excited because I sent a post about those venoms that you yeah. sent me a picture of today, and they went, "Oh, you're a bit ahead. It's November." I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, well I'll pre-order them anyway." I yeah. know, I know. My next purchase, I think, is going to be what's been called Lewis's Bad Night. What's that? And it's it's Lewis Lewis Tully from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, being chased by one of like the hell dogs that happened in his apartment with the party. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're actually re- releasing like a, a little sort of two figure pack to go with Is the. Is that um... an add on to the ones you've had recently? Yeah, yeah. It's it's sort oh, of the same range. Now, you, the thing is, you'll find that that will be rarer than the other ones that you've got. Well, I'm uh, I'm waiting for someone to say, yeah, we're taking pre orders, and I'm gonna just throw my credit card details yeah, at them. Uh, the uh, comics and cocktails definitely be having them. Either. Yeah. Uh, you've got a Robocop to pick up and a T1000, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I've got some stuff to get from comics and cocktails because they always do the very unique stuff. So the so, the uh, good thing so... for us is we just walk into the factory whereas they're an online company only. Yeah. Um, and we just rock up there and go and start opening boxes. Well, I, <laughs> I remember getting a video call from you. Yeah, we're always walking around. And you were like, guess where I am? And all I could see was just like boxes and boxes piled floor to ceiling. Yeah. And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and then you started yeah. like rummaging through these these boxes and it was they were just like full of like Ghostbusters, like the original real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's a proper exciting place to be in, especially when you're our age and you can look back. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big reminiscer of the past. Uh, that's that's an amazing place to go into because it's all packaged in the old retro packaging and the old vintage uh, style of toys. Yeah, um, it really does feel like you took a, a step back into the past. That's um, that's the really good thing with these these toys and stuff that we're we're collecting is I mean, me and Paul, how many times did we talk about a particular figure, and then it reminded us of something that happened when we were kids. Yeah, all the time. I mean, when I was, was talking to you the other day, I said I'd ship those original Ghostbusters over to you, but I sent them in the actual box directly yeah. from Hasbro. That's the things you want to hang on to. Yeah, they're all still... So 
Yeah, everything yeah. that you've sent in that parcel is still there. I haven't thrown anything away. Yeah. I mean, the outer box that says that it comes from uh, the the actual uh, brown cardboard box. Yeah. I mean, even those just kept to then sell on in the future and stuff like that. You just make it worth uh, all that more because yeah. you've actually got the original shipping crate. Nice. No, I. Yeah, you like a little set of turtles you got the other day? Yeah, yeah. And they they turned As up. If you said you was gonna open it. No, um, I haven't opened them oh, yet. Phil's Phil's rolling his eyes. Yeah, Neil, man, that breaks my heart to think you'd open anything. Okay, I won't open it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we even we even show Phil videos of people opening toys just to annoy him. Yeah, it, mate, it, it breaks my heart. You does, know it, what I mean? does his eyes start it's to like, twitch? Oh, it's it's just terrible. I just think, you know what? I, I think sometimes that the packaging is almost as precious as the figure that it contains. And I right. think, you know what? It's it's like it's like watching a film for those like really crazy glasses you get from a fancy dress store. You know what I mean? It's it's a great film, but you, don't, you can't really see it properly. I think right. if you get if you get figures in packaging in its original packaging, I think that that makes it all the most uh, all the better to pick it up, to handle, to see, to treasure, to think. Oh man. That, that really makes me think of this time. Uh, and that's the way I see it, you see. So anyone who unpacks the figures, I don't even want to talk to them. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you now, Phil, um, I the the range of figures I had from comics and cocktails was the plasma range. And when I've got something to display them in, I am going to open them. Right. Now you see, no, that's now, where you need to buy another set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> behind that set, yeah, so... and show me the set you've got in the boxes, and then we can stay friends. You see, that's <laughs> and I mean, I was tempted. You know, the original ones that I sent you. Yeah, um, I was tempted to buy a set of those again to keep the ones in the box, and then because obviously, places like comics and cocktails, they get a return. They get a lot of returns. Right, uh, damage packaging through. No fault of anyone, it's just the postal service. Right. Um, so what I might do is I might wait till there's a few done. Because we bought a uh, skin one the other day, yeah. uh, Stay Puffed. I mean, it was quite well reduced. So I might look for some back uh, battered packages. And so I'll be looking at the fire station to buy. Yeah. Um, um, so I'd I'm like not... to just do a display with them all in there and like you're playing with it. I'll, I'll tell you as well. Um, I'm... Oh. <sighs> oh. Whatever. I am actually collecting the uh he was looking at his Ghostbusters yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually collecting the female Ghostbusters as well. Oh no. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um I'm gonna open those as well. Uh, there are so yeah, many problems you know with that film. If the only way that film would have been better is if they was all naked. And in all honesty, I wouldn't really have wanted to see many of them naked. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Neil, we're, I'm massively all over gender equality, but I think just having female Ghostbusters is just massively inappropriate. You know, I mean, I, I think that's like having a, a milky bar kid who's like a Chinese lad and stuff like that. I, just, <laughs> I, I think there's specific people are specific to specific roles, and that's how you should stay. Uh, and there are many female um, superheroes out there that if they did a, a male version of it, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but the one thing they should never challenge is the all-male Ghostbusters range, I just think. When they started talking about that female turtle that was going to join the crew and make it five turtles, um, that, that was unusual. I just... 
They're just just changing that too much. That was the start of the fallout yeah. between the pair of them, wasn't there it? There you go, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to hang too much on Ghostbusters 2016. Um, the last people I can blame for that film are the cast. Do you no, know you what I mean? You can blame the people that come up with the idea. Of exactly. And yeah. to be fair to the cast members, I've seen them in other stuff and they are fine. But yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever it was they were given for that film, it was just wrong. And... No. You know, you, you can never blame a, the cast for a film. You know, they're only there to get paid and do as they're told. I mean, back in the original days when they did the first Ghostbusters film, they didn't even know if Bill Murray was even going to show up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Ghostbusters was actually, and I read up on this one for the show, yes, well, the show that was released today. Um, Ghostbusters was actually green lit and it was to be released within a year of it being green lit. They had no script, no cast, no effects department. They had nothing. Well, have you watched um, on Netflix is the films that made us? I, yeah, the, the I, Ghostbusters one is on there. Yeah, and I keep meaning to 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 get round to it. Yeah, Joe. Someone just come in. No, no, that that was Paul just uh, trying to get a fly out the studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Joe. When you when you've got like uh, amazing actors like like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, I mean, they they're the people that make the film. So yeah, that was just an amazing amazing choice of personnel, basically. And uh, what we what we talked about, um, what what I talked about with, with Dan yesterday is just how brilliantly the characters were written and you don't always notice it but you're not watching the film for the ghosts and the and the proton packs and ecto-1 and everything you're watching the film for the four guys yeah and i, and, I, I, I totally agree yeah. and and that isn't something you can always plan um i think they tried to do it in 2016 and it they just missed the mark so badly that it, it just highlighted everything else yeah, Joe, you know and Ghostbusters, it's, it's one of those rare occasions where the sequel has done as, as well as the initial film. Yeah. So, to me, I think Ghostbusters 2 was was the better film of the two. I think Terminator 2 was the better film of the two. Yeah. There's, there's only those rare occasions you get that. But, you know what, that's, that's purely down to the acting qualities of the of the, of the gents that were in that film. Yeah. Um. So to answer your question, Phil, I don't know about the turtles that I had. This is the, I, I guess they're a reissue of the original '88 toys. Yeah, well, oh, the I was, ones I sent you. Yes. Yeah, oh, they they are perfect copies of the original ten. set. Well, at, at the moment, uh, yeah, they'll be the ten back ones because obviously you know, the eight back uh, comes with soft head, so squeegee head on the eight back ones. Uh, then you got the ten back ones, which has got uh, or oh, the or the additional figures on the whole. Yeah, we've got Rocksteady. He was in the ten back. Uh, but you you've been collecting a few of them, haven't you? Actually, yeah. Do you know what? Back in the day, when I was about seven or eight, I was fortunate enough to my mum and dad had a time machine in Florida, and we used to pop over there and go to the flea markets. Okay. And I used to I used to pick up uh, like Mondo Gecko and and, and these sort of uh, characters. You, I'd never seen him in England. No, you remember those, Neil? Because yeah. Les, Les and Big John, they were going out to the States and bringing back um, old Ford Pop parts. Uh, and our parents used to give them money and they'd go and buy turtle swings that was only released in America. Yeah, I remember 
Les and Janet brought me back, I think, a couple of cheapskates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it was like foot soldiers or something, because over there they were... Like the variations, like like Phil mentioned earlier, Scratch the Cat. Yeah. That would have been one of those sort of figures that was released back then, that we we probably even had it. Yeah. But now it's not stupid money. Yeah, because, I mean, you you used to get from the flea market, so about... 10 to 15 dollars you know which is like i don't know it's, it's, well, it's definitely it's, have that gecko that you're yeah it's, it's the equivalent of spending about 30 quid these days i mean so it's, it's quite expensive i suppose back then from, from a market yeah you used to get you know if i'd if i'd have known what i know now um i would have certainly made more of a purchase from these flea markets because you could get absolutely loads well you had a rare turtle for your birthday didn't you from from myself, I'll just brush my shoulder off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoulders brushed. Uh, I had um, a Leonardo from Eastman's private collection for my birthday gift of Paul. Now Eastman is one of the original creators, yes. Yeah, yeah. Eastman and Laird. Um, so uh, obviously after after they had the fallout, and you know that's maybe a totally different story to 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 go through. But um, yeah, the Eastman started selling off his his personal collection of. Of all his figures, uh, and I've got one of his Leonardos signed by him. In it's still in its packet, Neil, uh, and it's been graded. Still in its packet, just just, just to confirm that that's how it's going to be graded. And, uh, that, yeah, that's going to take part of place with uh, with the rest of my total stuff and my Leonardo items. Nice. Now it's actually come on a card that said that it was uh, from his his private collection and the the figure itself signed. Along with the box being signed as well, so yeah, uh, and and it's in its packet. Well, I've never seen it. It's still in its packet. Yeah, uh, but it's it's not one I've ever seen before. It winds up. Um, Phil, you probably yeah. would know, or you'd be able to answer the turtles when they were originally released as figures. Yeah, they did. They have were they immediately released with the different color bandanas? Uh, well, I mean. They they were because I mean, you can't get, that, you can't, yeah, on, that's you not how they appeared first in the comics, was it? They all wore the same collar bandana, didn't they? In the comics, yeah. yeah. Necker do a uh, version they do uh, oh, with know. all the red. What's up? But they are serious. Though we tried to get you. Yeah, I mean, you can get a set of the four turtles, uh, obviously with the different names in in the packaging as well, uh, with all red bandanas. Right. And I think there's one on eBay at the moment for about twelve hundred dollars. Okay. So it's quite expensive, and I mean, uh, and obviously the the magazines can reflect that as well. So with the first issue of the of the very first one that was, that was launched, um, they they do reflect that kind of um, that kind of look. Yeah, but um, because they released the first comic as their own, they actually went to a printer's um, as an underground uh, publisher. Yeah. It was all done themselves, only, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. they only released a very minimal amount of the first uh, comic, uh, and then it was. Sold it instantly, so then they've done the second wave of the first comic, which obviously then isn't as desirable, uh, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, the uh, the first comic is expensive, but then obviously you've got the NECA version of the original Turtles. Yeah, I mean, with the first comic, there's a first print, a second print, and a third print, so you can un- unknowingly buy the third print thinking it's the first print and think you've got yourself a good deal, so it's always worth doing your own work on that, yeah. Um, but then, obviously, you've got the more animated series as well, once, which has got like an Archie comic label at the we've very top left got, of the comic. We've actually got a pile of them in. Yeah, we've got a pile of them in. in a, he's, he's, he's caressing them now, so, as I speak. <laughs> uh, I think there's about seven seven prints of the of the same comic. Um, so, you know, it does... 
does take a bit of going into and a bit of digging for the photos and a bit of like knowledge on what you're actually going to buy because you can end you can end up getting something quite cheap and you end up thinking that you've got a bargain and you you really haven't. Yeah, so that's when that's when sort of the knowledge comes into it and um and the honesty of the seller as well, especially when you're buying a feedback. Yeah, that's always the thing, isn't it? If you if you can't get to the shop or the the premises and and look at it and hold it. We've got something going on with a guy in America at the moment. Paul got uh, for his birthday in June uh, from the lads. The was it the Nickelodeon release? Yeah. Of the originals, uh, which was the first wave of the the copies of the original toys. Right. So he's got, he's got all four turtles, and that only leaves uh, obviously Shredder and Spinter and all the others. But they added Krang and. April to no, it's a it's a Krang and a foot soldier. Oh, Krang and foot yeah, soldier. See, so you can get like you get the the um as like a, a green corner to the right hand corner of the classic collectibles, and then you can get the purple corner as well for pretty much the same thing. Uh-huh. The, uh, the green the green tends to be a bit more expensive. Um, I, I don't know why they particularly produced those two. Um, the uh, one you have Neil is the same thing, but the four set. Yeah, and uh, Phil's got them singularly. Uh, but at the moment, we've got a guy that he's bought Krang and Foot Soldier off in America, and the guy's a prick. He's literally <laughs> it's been over a month, and we, we messaged him like it's been a month over Shipton. Um, no, I'm going to jump on it straight away. I've been on holiday. It was like it goes on holiday for a month. Yeah, in America, uh, where they've yeah, followed to, to England. He goes on holiday to England and doesn't bring them with him. Mm. But I mean, you know, this is the issue what our spritz out in having to purchase the best stuff because we do have to go abroad and you have to put your faith into people. Uh, and there are some very, very good people in America, but there are also some scalpers and some nasty people. And you are never going to know. Uh, it's always having to have that leap of faith, which is why, you know, that's why I mentioned uh, that Rene Hajik on Facebook because he's. He's amazing for wrestling, and he'll tell you who the best sellers are. And right. you can, I think, you can actually go onto Facebook now and, and go on a UK site of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, purchases, and, and and these guys can start saying to you, you know, these are the people to trust, these are the people to avoid. And yes, you are going to get those old people which crop up the newbies, which are going to do you in. But then, you know, you've got all these people behind you, and which can actually push you in the right direction. Yeah, so it's we, definitely worth going we, on Facebook. We will yeah. be reporting this guy. Um, I mean, it was $115 for two figures shipped. Um, and he's just, it was, oh, I can't find a shipping company. Oh, well, I'm going to send you another two figures in with a bundle. Then another week later, has it been shipped? No, it hasn't been shipped. I mean, we've got to the point where we give the guy that much chance yeah. to get it sorted or refund us either way. And he's just, he's just a joker. Yeah, do you know what? I think it's always worth spending extra to, to cover yourself. Uh, such so as purchasing through PayPal, and I know yeah. some people out there are going to be screaming at the set, going, "Oh, come on, Phil, you can't seriously be saying to me you have to buy everything off eBay because I know eBay obviously stings the sellers for, for fees, and it'll pinch load off the board as well." But you know what? Sometimes, if you weren't looking after, it's a security. Uh, it's a security, yeah. Otherwise, in being on such a small island compared to America, it's um, you can't do deals all face to face. So well, you have to be sort of an element of trust you need to. Have. I have to. I have to. I'll agree with that, and um, if I um, if I buy something from eBay or from Amazon that hasn't come from them, it's come from like a private seller. If there's anything I'm not sure about, I'll use my credit card to pay for it. 
their credit card protection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if there's any problems, if there's any problems with it, I get onto American Express and I say, look, I've ordered this. I haven't got it. Can you sort it out? And and they're like, yeah, fine. Leave it to us. I mean, the one thing to watch out for is uh, sellers that want uh, like a PayPal thing. And then I say, well, you do friends and family. Because then they don't get stung the other end because you're sending a payment. And so you think, oh, this guy's been genuine, seems sound, and blah, blah, so I'll send it as friends and family. But then you lose your benefits. Right. Uh, security by using PayPal as friends and family. Uh, generally, you'll probably be asked to do that by people that are going to have your pants down. But yeah. I, I'll tell you one bit, Neil. I, I, sold, um, I sold an Ultimate Warrior from the, uh, from the Hasbro range, and it was the one where uh, I believe it was Series 3. But it was one where it says ages uh, ages four and up, and they use ages five and up, or, or, or vice versa. I, I can't remember now actually which one. It was some time ago, uh, and the gentleman drove two hours to meet me in a pub. Wow. To make, yeah, cause pork with me to make sure that he, cause yeah, I mean it's a six hundred pound figure. Uh, so yeah, he saved himself the postage, but he's had to spend it all on petrol. Uh, and the main thing is just because he didn't want to get stung and. That's that's the language well, you, that people will go to in this country to make sure they get something appropriate. And, uh, you're not, you're not chancing the damage either, are you? No, you exactly. Was, yeah, the, the, you pass it by hand. Well, that's why we go to comics and cocktails ourselves. I mean, it's a half hour, 40 minute run, but we get to pick the one we want that's... That's fine. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you, you take it home yourself, you damage it yourself, you can't blame anyone. That's some it, people, yeah. Some people treat it like a drug deal, man, and in the cash under the table. <laughs> Why are you selling you a figure? But uh, I suppose when you're dealing with like 600 to 1200 pounds worth of cash, um, it's not something you want to go flapping around to Toby Carver. No, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people have been done recently on the, the turtles, the original movie turtles, the necker ones. Mm. Um, they've been on Amazon, they've been on eBay, they've been on this, that, and the other, and they're actually just a copied version of the necker ones. I mean, the press the same, but you can tell when you put the two next to each other. They're not painted right, and the uh, the skin of the turtle just doesn't look right. They well, painted the same. I can sort of add to that. Um, uh, a friend of mine who, like Ghostbusters, is my thing. Turtles is very definitely his. Yeah, is that the one who didn't pay for his shredder? <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> um, now he said that what it's not unheard of that people will steal the molds from NECA. They they could buy the originals, yeah, take and, them apart and then press them. That, yeah, that's the way you uh, make, make your own molds. I mean, Tim, Tim, who hasn't been on your cash yet, who you know, I know you're trying to get on, yeah, uh, about Transformers. Um, the stuff they do is they'll go out and buy like a, an open one, they'll import a box from Japan or China or wherever that looks like a G1 Transformer. Yeah, I'll beat it up a little bit, put the transformer and sell it as a genuine one. Right. And that is going on a lot with transformers. It's it's mad that this you'd expect this to be happening with like Rolex watches or stuff. With toys, yeah. These were toys. Exactly. But but no, you you can't you can't fall out of the love for toys. You can't and and that's what this is what is what's knocking people's confidence. But there's you know for all the arseholes out there, mate, there's some really cracking sellers. Um, yeah. And I think, but the thing is, you just got to find them. That's the yeah. trouble. It's like, it's like, if I'm after an amazing toy, it takes a bit of digging. If I want to get a good seller, that takes a bit of digging. But, you know, they can be out there. But I suppose my major lesson would just be 
just ask questions and get involved in it a bit more. Don't buy things on a whim because that's when you'll get caught. Look out. at the pictures more in depth. Yeah. You can look at something, the first picture it looks mint, and then you start digging for it, and then you actually see that the blisters cracked or the blisters been squashed and things like that. Think, and that's by looking or asking for more photos. Yeah, the thing is that a lot of people are taking photos of the original and then sending you the replica. Um, right. There's a couple of people on Facebook which are picking up on it. But, I mean, it, like, like I say, if you're buying things on your credit card or through the appropriate routes, yeah, you can get, you can get things sent back. But yeah. these guys who are, uh, or guys and girls that are true sellers, so do things on a one-to-one -one basis, who may not notice it originally, that these are the people that are going to get stung. Yeah. The one thing to look out for the Necker Turtles is if it says GameStop on it. If it's, if it's a GameStop one, it's more than likely a copy. Right. Um, there's a... A big, it's had a lot of publicity. Um, a big Turtles comic being released. Is it in September? Oh yes, and the, the, you're actually speaking to uh, a proud owner of one, which is Phil. The last yeah, Ronin. I, I, I will, I will be having the Ronin range. Um, I've got my theory based on nothing at all on which turtle it is. Um, who do you reckon, Phil? I would, I would like to think that it was Michelangelo. Right. I, I think, I think Leo is the boss, any so I don't think it's going to be him. Donatello, I'd be disappointed if it was Donatello. And Raphael was just like, you know, he's a standalone character. Too, it's too like, obvious. Yeah, yeah he's, I think it'd be, it'd be too obvious. So I think if Michelangelo was the uh, was the main one, then I think that that would just that would make it even better. Sick. But I, I don't know. They they could be assuming that that's what us total fans want, and then. Surprise, this is something really interesting. I, I don't know. know. I haven't got the comics yet, so I'll we'll have to wait and see. I mean, my theory um, is that it's Donatello. Really? Um, purely for the... I'd be intent to sway that way as well. Um, purely for the... Donatello was always the more... He was the thinker, wasn't he? He, he wasn't so yeah. much first to the fight, but he was the thinker. And I just think it, it would be... For him, it would be the biggest turnaround of character to have to be this lone warrior. Yeah, definitely. But uh, so you say that again, Michelangelo as well. I know the opportunity to. I mean, it's going to be a brutal, brutal comic. I yeah. Mean, you go back to when this was this was written when they were like first setting out. I mean, we, me and Phil have seen the concept art for it. Right. Um, and it, it looks epic. I mean, the Phil, to be fair, I mean, I wish we, we bought it. I mean, Phil's birthday was uh, June, um, and we pre-ordered it in June for his birthday. Right. Um, and it's supposed to have been out by now. I mean, we was given a date of, I mean, what are we on today? What's the date today? Uh, 19th August. It was, it was supposed to be released yesterday, uh, right. but we still haven't heard. But, I mean, the package we got Phil was the, the top package um, there is variants to each comic, which you find with most comics, you get certain variants. I mean, uh, there is known uh, our friend uh, Bobble, uh, Jamie, mm. uh, he's a Spider Man collector. Um, and once one episode of Spider Man, there's over 500 variants of that comic. Wow, yeah, and he's he's trying to get like <laughs> the Steve, the full set of Spider Man, um, amazing Spider Man. Uh, but yeah, the, the limp, the 
the levels of variance in comics is just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Phil has got the package, which is the top package of pre-order, um, and that is one one or two of the variants. There's only been 500 made worldwide, and I think one of the others there was only 200 made. Because mm. I think so it's um, 200 variants. Ha- have I seen it? Only going to be a, a two-issue story. Yeah. No, I think, let me, I've actually got the link that uh, Jamie sent me when we ordered Phil's. Um, let me just go on to my... I, I'm sure I saw that it was only really going to be sort of part one and part two. All right, let's have a look. Uh, just go on to my WhatsApp. I mean, the, the artwork for it is absolutely yeah. stunning. Um, they, they're almost going back to when they was going to bring out the original uh, fifth title and what it looked like. Yeah. It, it almost looked like a cheetah, like leopard type print on him and a lot more bulky. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going through my, uh, what's that next? I've actually got the the thing for it. But yeah, I get what you say. I mean, Leo and Raph, yeah, you can see them doing it, but they're the obvious choices for sure. Yeah. Um, right. So I've got this in front of me. Uh, no, it, it's a lot more issues than you think. Okay. Uh, there's four in the additional picture, um, but then that says that then there's eight. Wait, well, it it's eight. Right. Uh, copies worldwide. So uh, issue one, there's only 500. Uh, two, three, four, five, six, three, uh, 500. Then you've got issue six, 300, seven, 300, and issue eight, only 200. Right. Made. So it's that's a really limited set, but I mean, if you haven't pre ordered it now, no, you're you, not going to get it. You're not going to no. get it. Um, but me and you had a chat about this, didn't we, the other day? So Phil's just there going, ah, you can all go and I've got it now. <laughs> so, and I'm wishing I ordered it myself. Um, but yeah, uh, Phil's building on a turtle range, which he's only just started doing. Um, he's got, he got quite well into it so far. He's he's managed to get a few good pieces. Um, it's just, it's money that I know. they really struggle with and everything. I mean, I'm trying to, Tim, uh, they got, you're trying to go for the Transformers. Yeah. He's collected the Super 7s of He-Man. Right. Um, and they're like cropping up here and there now. He managed to pick up a Merman and Trapjaw uh, a couple of weeks back. But they're getting rare. I know you said um, when we spoke, um, but the rarest stuff is probably things like Thundercats. Oh, by far. And I've had a look on eBay for some of it, and it's just like, no, 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 no. Let's let's leave Thundercats alone. Oh, it, it, you say that, it actually looks like they are doing a Super 7 set. Um, Tim got uh, a message today saying that there was like, uh, it was being launched, so there will be almost like a slightly better version of the originals, but that will still look the same. I mean, the Super 7 Man-at-Arms, uh, obviously the original figure of Man-at-Arms, He-Man, uh, didn't have a moustache. Right. But then in the cartoon, he did. Yes. So the Super 7 version they've released, uh, he's, he looks exactly the same as the original Man-at-Arms, but he's got a moustache. Um, I know you've, you two have both got young families, so I don't want to keep you too much longer. No, but... no, you can keep your night, mate. It's the most peace you've had for, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the other thing I've looked at, at maybe starting collecting is the Marvel Legends stuff. 
vast, vast. Yeah. If you better picking a range you want to go with and then stick with that. I mean, we know obviously you've seen that they've done the Spider-Man animated series. Um, yeah, has been re-released uh, in a more updated version. Um, they've recently done Marvel. Uh, actually, I had a few for my birthday. Uh, cheers, Phil. Uh, they've done they've done Hulk, um, grey and green. Uh, but they're all for the 80th anniversary of Marvel. What Deadpool. I'm Deadpool. What I'm trying to get my head around is. I mean, take, for instance, there's a, a Wolverine figure and he's mostly all, I think he's all in black, black and grey. Okay. Yeah, the 80th anniversary one. Right. Now, yeah, he comes... they've, done that, they've, they've stuck to the, um, the comic series, which is the one that was pretty much based around the, uh, the movie uh, with all the ninjas. Right. Now, so that, he that's comes... like the ninja version of Wolverine and then they also do a, another figure that goes with him which is actually from that comic yeah well he comes with the head of another character uh, yeah that's it so you can buy so if you get a Marvel Legends series that Venom one you sent me the other day yeah uh, if you collect all six yeah uh, or eight uh, there's a part to make another figure yeah uh, in that particular set you end up with a Deadpool version of venom yeah i saw so it kind of you're kind of pressured aren't you 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 might just want as i drop my phone onto a guitar um you might just yeah, want you might just want one or two of them but you end up with like bits of figure so you, you kind of feel i don't know you I only guess. end up with bits of figure if you open them yeah i know and i <laughs> I, I know that came from phil yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to listen to this, but now. <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, in the they've done the Apocalypse uh, series of Marvel Legends, and right. then you end up with Apocalypse. Uh, they've done uh, the uh, what's the robot thing called? Sentinel. The Sentinel. Uh, Sentinel series. Um, but they got uh, Daredevil in it and various people. Then you end up with the Sentinel. Yeah. I mean, awesome figure the Sentinel is when it's done. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want the other figures in the set. I just want these certain ones, but that's just me. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, you're looking at a, a series of perhaps six figures. You might want two of them, mm -hmm. but you, you, you're almost sort of shoehorned into buying yeah. the others. Yeah. So you yeah, can... I mean, I don't I don't bother that because I don't open mine, so I'm not that fussed about I'm just about getting the ones I want. Um, I mean, the, that Deadpool one, I've been inclined to... Buy two lots, but that open one set and have one just to see what the Deadpool figure looks like. Yeah, well, that's how they'll start getting the money out of you. Yeah, well, that's it. That's how they're trying to do it because the people that want to keep them boxed and there's people that want to have them open. If you want to see the figure, you have to buy two sets to. Yeah, I mean, have that figure open. Well, I mean, I had no idea that this kind of thing happened because I mean, you you know, Paul, that I'm sort of really, really sort of new to this and it wasn't until i got like the plasma series of the ghostbusters that i saw that each figure came with a piece yeah, of yeah one yeah. of the hell dogs what do you want to open it what, what, is like, the, what, what do you end up with after that set of six uh one of the hell dogs oh is that what you get so you get a leg and a head and a body yeah and... yeah oh. 
Yeah, but that's how they that's how you get there if you can stand because you want to have a yeah. set that's boxed and then you want to have a set to get the old dog out. Yeah. It's um the money pit, isn't it, Neil? I told you. I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. We 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 seen on uh, we got into a bit of a chat the other night with uh, a buyer on eBay uh, on Facebook. There was a Comic Con 2016 Bieber. I sent it to Phil alone because of the price it was for. $4,500. Yeah. But we didn't realise that it was actually turned out when the bloke piped up. It was actually in pesos. So it was about $200. Oh, wow. But it was a nice piece. It was a, <laughs> but, I mean, we, we immediately thought, four and a half grand. It's not even worth going that, home. Yeah. Eh? yeah. But then they soon started going, oh, managing pesos and stuff like that. So we didn't look like that. It just said, you've got a dollar sign. Well, so, I am um sort of making a, a sort of wish list of figures of characters really that I just liked from Well that's that's pretty much what I do myself. Yeah. I, I buy what interests me and stuff like that. I've started steering away from when I bought the Ghostbusters and stuff like that. Um, um at the moment I've uh, away from my I'm just waiting for sort of funds to build up again because a couple of weeks ago I brought myself a new guitar which was a huge dent in finances. Yeah. Um I've been told I can't have the next guitar that I want um, because it's... You can't, well, you can't grade that. No. Uh, um, told that <laughs> but, but you f- can't talk. Your missus said you can't even have a display in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do I, I, my, my wife means everything to me, but she can't. Well, she, she says I can't have a display in my living room, so my, my display, should I choose to have one, which I will do, has got to go into the very basic back room of the house where like no, no one really goes and not spiders live. I thought you were going to say but... your wife now lives in the shed. <laughs> yeah. No, no, unfortunately, that's where my figures have got to live. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, obviously, this, this route of conversation could turn very dirty. Quite quickly, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? You I, could... I, I, lo- I, love, I love my wife, Dee. So at the moment, uh, at the moment, most of my figures sit in my wardrobe, which is just bad. It's just such a nasty thing to say. I and will... I I will he goes send. In and looks at them overnight and strokes them before he goes to bed. <laughs> I will send this episode to your partners when it's released, and uh, if you get home one night to find the locks have been changed, oh, they'd be sold and gone. Phil would get home to find he's got a new porch. Yeah, another one. I'm front of the other one. Well, we needed a bigger porch to put, put the push chair in. Yeah, that'd be terrible. No, but I've really needed my MacGyver signed. Um, and then I've actually got another MacGyver that's got the legs the opposite way around. So it's yeah. like a fault. Okay. So as the two, two owns two Mag- Phil's got two MacGyvers, both signed and graded, and one of them is like a factory fault. Yeah. If you look on eBay, you can't find one. Yeah, do you know what? Touch on that, Neil. Uh, what happened is... You- when I when I originally bought my MacGyvers, I never thought I was going to meet Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, so I had it graded. Uh, I had them both graded at seventy five UKG, which is a reasonable grade for something that's so old. Yeah, we ended up obviously meeting Richard Dean Anderson. So me and Paul had to sit in an hotel one night, crack open these big thick acrylic cases to get the figures out <laughs> very neatly and delicately, which we did, and we, we didn't make any damage at all. Then they were both signed by Richard Dean Anderson and then graded again. At the UKG 65, because obviously there's damage to the car. Yeah. Written on them. So that's a bit of a lot, a bit of a kick in the teeth when you see the grade mark go down. But after speaking to his agent, his, his agent even said he hasn't even signed any of these before. Wow. So I know I've got, I've got two. If, if you go onto Google and Google signed Glass Light MacGyver, 
you can't find the figure. It doesn't um, come up. No, it yeah. doesn't come up, but I've got two of them, and I've got one of them with the legs on back to front, which is a bit weird, but it's, it's, um, it's <laughs> one of those. Find you, another one, you're never going to find another one. You're never going to find the only one in the world. So I guess it's a trade-off, isn't it? You lose the, the grading marks, but you probably put the value of the product up, yeah? No, well, he's never, he's never signed one before. I mean, the, the uh, MacGyver toys are absolutely shocking. There's, you can buy a paper clip. Because he used to pick locks with them. Yeah. It's just a paperclip on a card in yeah. a blister. Like a like fig would be, but uh, you got you got you got an elastic band. Yeah. There's some proper random stuff, and and these elastic bands on in cards or on in a blister on a card can sell for like two hundred and fifty to three hundred quid for an elastic band. Yeah. For an elastic band. A MacGyver elastic band. Yeah. But you can you can be locked in a tomb with sand pouring and escape with it. Apparently, apparently, yeah. <laughs> it makes you wonder. I don't know who's the crazy ones the people selling it or the people buying it. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. definitely the people but buying yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch MacGyver, you'd be like, Oh man, I really want that paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> so, so Neil, you know, you said you're going to start your, your well, obviously, uh, continue your collection. What would you say is going to be or what would be your number one purchase of all time? If you don't mind me asking a question to you. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't want to put you on the spot there, but I know. Just one thing that you'd really like. Do you know what? I, I've looked around, and there are some of the Ghostbusters figures f- that are taken from the second film. Yeah, and some of those, like Egon, um, just in like the the dark grey suit, the dark grey yeah. overalls, is well, like. Tolly is a figure in that range, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Lewis isn't so bad, actually. I've, I've seen him on eBay and I think Amazon for about somewhere between 20 and 50, say. So. Yeah. Um, for a Luke figure? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Egon, I've seen, is like in the hundreds. Really? Um, Vigo, again, is in the hundreds. You can get Vigo as a figure? Yeah, yeah. Um, in the old figures, I don't know what range he is. Um, I, I've seen I've seen him in the new ones, but I've never I've seen never him. Never seen an yet. old Vigo. No. Um, there's uh, a figure for of Janos who works at the museum. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got his bow of eyes. That's so cheesy. The Um, yeah, but I guess those Ghostbusters in that. Dark overalls, or there's um actually a range of Egon, Ray, and Peter in suits. From... Oh, like they would have been in the in the courtroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never seen that either. Yeah, I mean, they're like. I've never seen them. Yeah, they're hundreds and hundreds. So, yeah, I mean, I mean... There's, a there's a couple of like weird things to look out for. I mean, there's a set of turtles, um, and they're actually in like overcoats. Okay. And they're called undercover turtles. Yeah, they're expensive. And man. they are super rare. And some guy posted on Facebook say he got four of them. He just had them graded, and there was all like eighty fives. And everyone just thought he was a. We can't we can't find them because they do like a plastic overcoat, and they actually do like a fabric overcoat. And the fabric overcoat, I've never seen one, and they—we've been looking and looking. We haven't seen one for years. No, no. I mean, I mean that's—I think that's just kind of special stuff you'll find in America, but it'd be too difficult to get over it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, Paul. I mean, me and you were talking about it earlier. I mean, Thundercats would be 
awesome to have that they, set. They're going to be expensive anywhere you look at that. I mean, I don't think that was actually that big in States. Thundercats no. were. But the thing is, with Thunder, with Thundercats, because they're not they're not that available. No, well, same get... as He Man, really. They're not they're not that available to buy. But you get people that like buy the Thunder Tank. They take the tracks off the Thunder Tank. Oh, they take them apart. Yeah, yeah they're, the they're not, they're not selling in pieces. Uh, and the people have started doing it with the Ecto One. They've started doing it with a foot ski. But so I did the uh, the party wagon out of uh, the. I mean, the you can tables. buy the stickers now for uh, Ecto One and the fire station. Uh, brand new printed stickers. Yeah. Well, I've I've actually seen on eBay um, the sign for the fire station was selling yeah. for more than the fire station. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. You'll be buying the fire station. I mean, there's a graded one on eBay at the moment. Yeah. Uh, 500 quid in the box. Uh, graded 85 or something like that. He wants nearly a grand. The thing is, though, when you're selling stuff graded, you've got to assume the cost that you want to cover the cost of what it costs you to grade it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there which want it but they don't want it graded yeah. and you know for something that size it's gonna be 125 quid so you have to stick 125 quid on the price tag and you can't and you can't see it because it's in a box yeah <laughs> and the box for like the fire station was pretty much like a brown cardboard yeah well you got you got the you have the, the colored front well, you just got like a sticker on the front yeah. with what, what was in the box so sometimes i think you've really got to be careful what you choose to grade from your collection because if you wish to sell these on afterwards They'll have a better triple in price enough so they can crack them open. Yeah. And display them anyway, they won't lose any money. Or you you grade it because the people who want to keep them have to keep it in the exact pristine condition that you want it. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a. I mean, going, going back to the grading, I mean, what you could do is you could send in like a, a used fire station, a used Ecto 1, and a lot of used figures, give them to them, they'll grade them, like individually, put them in a case on display. With a car in the fire station with the people on the building and things like that, and do it and then secure it in a case. Yeah. So you've almost got a display lot of them all. So you can even do that. I mean, that's the beauty, Grand. You can send stuff off opened as well. Uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll do it. I mean, the stuff that we, we get come back, it's uh, held in place by uh, little clips that stop the card from moving around. And stuff. It's, it's very well done. Yeah. It's, it's expensive, but. It's a really well thought out process, and it, but you know, who's, who's got six hundred eight quid to spend on a couple of figures to be graded? I know like, that's the thing. Yeah, important. yeah, me and Paul did that that one week. Okay, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's an expensive job. You'll, you'll love our next lot, Neil. It's mainly aliens and things like that. The next batch that comes up for grading, but yeah. I mean, we're we're in no delusion that we're going to see it anytime soon. No, no, no. <laughs> We waited over four months for our last lot. That is uh, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't know how I'd go about it here because, I mean, I've got the water to take into account as well. You know? Chip it on, I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, the one thing is comic grading isn't done in the UK. Right. Well, you, can, you, have to, you have to take it yourself to London, then you have to, for CGC. They, they have you? actually got some depots for CGC for comics, uh, but you have to hand deliver them. So obviously that cuts out the damage yeah. on shipping in, and then they will ship it to you after it's been graded. I mean, I've got a few graded comics. Actually, a couple of nice graded yeah. comics, to be fair. I, think, I mean, I've, I've got a list of comics 
than I'd like to have Brady, but he's too much of a ball act to get done for us in the UK. Yeah, I think you have to create an appointment with CGC in London and you have to go down there and show them what you've got. Uh, it's a process we haven't been through, Neil, so I can't talk too much about it. Yeah. But uh, I can tell you, you know, it is a bit of a pricey thing to do for your comics, but you know what? Some people ought to have them read. I've, I've seen some comics graded, graded after 10 because they haven't even been opened. They've been literally taken from the presses and then graded straight away. Wow. Which is like, it's a loss, really. I feel sorry for the people that own those. So, that's it, yeah. Comics, he's, he's, one, he's one to ten, whereas grading on tour, he's one to hundred. But that's the thing with a comic, isn't it? I mean, you want to read it. If you, buy, if you pick up a comic, you can read it online. I suppose. I mean, I'm, I'm watching one at the moment that you'll remember, which was um, a Punisher and Venom series together. There's only three episodes. Funeral Pyre. That's it. Now, you see what, back in the day, I had, um, I had issue 180 and 181 of, uh, of Hulk. It's the first appearance of Hulk, wasn't it? From Wolverine. Um, oh, Wolverine. He uh, sold it to get married this afternoon. Yeah, I, I, I sold, <laughs> I sold my, my... One of them was graded, one of them wasn't, and I got 1,300 quid, uh, wow. which I put, I, yeah, I put towards the engagement. Uh, but you know what? If I sold those two comics in the same condition today, I'd be looking at about five grand. Yeah. So it just shows you that, you know, certain things can hold its value really well. And yeah. sometimes grading can work in your favour. And what, um, it sh- what it shows you is you should go to Warren James at Argos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if my wife's listening to this, well, I did not go to Warren James. <laughs> so I know I was... um, the one thing Paul told me when he sent me those those real Ghostbusters was if I couldn't display them safely, put them away and forget about them. And he said, for fuck's sake, don't open them. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we've got the first, the ones that you've got, the first wave. Right. Um, the later ones, they come with uh, a slightly different display on the box. Right. So basically what you have to, it's it's only very slight, you'd never probably notice if you see them side by side. But there's literally just a few little slogans and a few different pieces on the box. So you've actually got the first wave of the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. But then they done a second wave of them, and they're nowhere near as rare. Yeah, um, Phil, they won't ever be opened. Thank you. Well done, mate. So, so we can we can, we can be friends again. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Until yeah, he opens, he doesn't go. <laughs> we'll send you one of your graded figures, and he can open it live. Yeah, I'll tell you what it's like. In the background. No, just just sit there ripping paper and pretend you're doing it. <laughs> I can. And I'll just sit I can. I'll send you pictures of it, Phil, in the base that I've built for it in the garden. No, it's just not happening, man. I'm just so, <laughs> so upset. It just can't happen, Neil. <laughs> well, what we're doing now is if, if there's anything you're looking for, um, give us a shout. Yeah. Uh, if you get any messages on your, your cast about uh, advice, give us a shout and we'll advise best we can. Yeah. Um, and like I say, just... Just tell people just to be vigilant in their purchases, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what, um, Neil? One thing I'd say, right, is we know a lot of people in the game now, from, from the people who own shops to the people that work at the graders to the people like Rene Hajek and um, and Danny Cage, Carter Customs, people who make certain things for you and be able to help you out on Facebook. There's a yeah. lot of people we, we can name drop, which will assist people in making sure they'll be buying the right stuff, they're paying the right prices, and it'll support their purchase. So anything we can offer you like that, we will yeah. definitely mention to you. Yeah, I'm sure they got over the uh, the WWF page. I mean, if you're looking at a purchase on there, you could just add yourself to the group, and you can always send a 
a sale picture over, uh, yeah. and that guy would then tell you if he thinks it's genuine or if it's worth the money. Or, I mean, I think the one thing I will have to get from you is the link to that sort of custom wrestling figures, Ghostbusters, Turtles, whatever. Yeah, we'll that... send, you, send you the pictures of our ones. Uh, yeah. You have to have uh, viewer discretion, Sally, because uh, our special moves are a bit. Um, a bit naughty, yeah, a bit, a bit tight, Neil. It's not something for like a, it's, it's something for like a late night radio show. Yeah. Early <laughs> radio show. Um, the other thing, Phil, I know you have Paul. Um, Phil, if you want to send over some pictures of what I'm sure is an amazing collection, yeah, I can, I can definitely do that. Uh, I hope to amaze people with my signed boxed uh, figure collection but you know what as, as funny as I make it sound it's an impressive collection so I'll gladly send you some pictures you just have to blur out the pictures of his willy wise rubbish <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you only take a slight blur in the top corner or something like that, but... yeah but you know what Neil who, who's got like an Arnold Schwarzenegger signed endoskeleton from NECA I have you have I had it I had it purchased for my anniversary present, and that's one of the pictures I'll send you. And the no. worst thing about it is, I was literally went on to buy it the same day as Phil's wife did, and then he showed it me, and I wanted to punch his face because <laughs> it was cheap, man. It was cheap for what it was. Signed by Arnie as well. Yeah, and I literally missed it by about twenty minutes. All authentication come with it as well, so it's all good. Awesome. Before I get those people, all those doubters trying to slide their way in. Awesome. All good. But listen, guys, thank you for joining me. That's top chat, man. Uh, we'll we'll get Tim on with you about Transformers. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll, we'll find time for me and you to go through the Marvel stuff because obviously it starts off back in the day with uh, Toy Biz. Yeah. Uh, and the Marvel superheroes, which are the ones that we had. And Paul and Phil, you might want to jump in on this one as well. I know we spoke about like old computer games and stuff that we used to play. Oh, yeah, we'd definitely be up for that. I mean, Tim's your man for that. I mean, right. We'll see some pictures of his, uh, his game collection. Right. Uh, it's just unreal. Uh, but he can enlighten you to some of the cost of like, some of the Mega Drive games now. Yeah. I mean, you're looking probably over three, four, and five hundred pounds for certain Mega Drive games now. Wow. And uh, my brother's hoarding a few in his loft. It's, it's, it's madness just how much money, all this stuff we had and we've lost. No, but it can be found. This is true. This is true. And the one thing we'll we'll all say, uh, give a shout out to my brother. Yeah. We were told earlier that we was doing this cast, and he said we was all sad losers that need to get alive. He actually got a mention on the last episode that I did with with Dan that um about when he buried all our Ghostbusters on Blackpool Beach. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I sent him pictures of the new ones. He wasn't even bothered. Yeah. I thought, well, you used to love them. You used to have a backpack and a rolling pin. Yeah. Because you didn't have uh, a proper one like the rest of us. Just pull his rolling pin out and enjoy himself. Whereas he said, oh, what do I need to learn from you? Like, I was like, well, what, what we grew up with. And so we, we, we've got the knowledge of it now. And he says, why do I want to listen to a load of 40-year-old men talk about toys? <laughs> so Which is a valid question. I'll give him that. Yeah. So, well, we say, well, I bet you just... Show up <laughs> and go and rub your rub your dick on your Monday. That's all you're bothered about. Yeah. Yeah, all you got, all you got to do is, is consider it like a retirement fund. This is it. yeah, this is it. I suppose is, uh, that's the way we look at ours. We 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 sell bits and pieces. We 
we wanted when we want. We've got our certain pieces that we we won't let go. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, I've got some snaps of like the Toyby stuff, uh, the early. Um, I had a few bits for my birthday. I had a Hulk Rage cage and rare, rare item now. Uh, we'll we'll go through the marble stuff. Yeah, on, on another one, another day. Yeah, definitely. And then we'll try and get Tim on for your G one for. Definitely, definitely. Very good. Well, right. we're gonna love you and leave you. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. Yeah. Just remember, keep it real, keep it box, <laughs> and if it's there, uh, keep it unpunched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and avoid yellowing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to hear from you both, and. I'll catch you again really soon, guys. Take it easy, man. It's Cheers, been a man. pleasure. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. What's he called? That was for Katie. So there we are. Big thank you to Paul and Phil for joining me for that one, even if they did catch me by surprise. Um, <laughs> it was really good actually to get a much bigger picture of of collectibles and how to have things graded and certified and everything. Yeah, there, there was a, a, and there's probably a lot more to talk about in the future at some point. Uh, next week or the next episode, I think we'll be back to normal. I think Becky will, will be back. I know she's got a couple of things she wants to talk about. Um, but yeah, hopefully that won't be too long. Until then, stay safe and we will speak to you very soon. Bye for now. <laughs>